0: And I think the other thing, one of the other things that I've heard a lot, especially with camping, um, and traveling is that women are still afraid to go by themselves for their safety, uh, which I think is something we've conditioned women to think we are like, you know, you are not safe out there without a man. This is a life in motion
1: audio experience, a podcast about travel, action, sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 98 of Life in Motion. I've got Teresa Willis with me from the publication Girl Camper. They're all about educating and inspiring women to go places and see things. I'm excited to learn how they do that and why it's so important to get more women outdoors. Uh, Teresa, thanks for being on the show today.
0: I'm so excited to be here today. It's really fun that I that we connected because you guys are in Missouri and I was totally excited about that finding your clothing brand, and then uh, and then you're like, "Well, can I interview you?" That's pretty. That's pretty exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that comment. I think I was actually working uh, an event that day, and I saw that come up. I was like, ah, what what are these people all about?" So uh, right? yeah, no, it worked out perfectly. And like you said, kind of uh, being local as well to Missouri is is also awesome. And mm-hmm. and checking out, uh, you know, I, I know we kind of. Uh, met i guess or that first introduction through uh you know the girl camper page or whatnot from from that mm-hmm. comment but you know looking more into uh you and stuff it seems like you probably have a pretty interesting um story as well so let's start with that you know who you are where you grew up um kind of what what led you kind of down this path
0: mm-hmm sure um yeah i have definitely had an interesting life i just turned 50 last august um So at this point in my life, there's lots of different stories, lots of, you know, (laughs) start overs and, uh, you know, which story do I tell is where you get to when you're 50. Um, but two themes that I've had throughout my life with all of my stories has been feminism and community building. Um, I've always, uh, been about, uh, women can do it too. I've always, uh, wanted to do non-traditional things for women. Um, and I've always been a community builder since I was, uh, very young. I've always done, um, lots of different things that helped to build community around me. So, um, girl camper definitely fits into both of those. (laughs) Um, I've also, uh, been, been a camper since I was very early in my life. Um, part of that was that uh, I grew up uh, low income, um, not a wealthy person. And so to find adventure and travel in the world, camping was definitely a good choice. Um, But at this point, you know, I started out doing it because it was budget friendly, but At this point, I would choose it over uh, hotels any day.
1: Oh, yeah, much more of an experience.
0: Definitely.
1: So so with that, you know, you you said you kind of mentioned or mentioned you you kind of grew up, you know, kind of being outdoors and camping and that kind of stuff. So was that was was that you know, I guess did that, um, kind of part come, was that like part of your family growing up or did that come kind of, you know, after that kind of point in your life and like, also like, where are some of the places that, you know, that you, you all went?
0: Yeah. So, you know, that's an interesting question because, um, my grandmother, uh, did, uh, like to camp my, so my mom camped as a young, as a young kid, my grandmother actually converted a bus to a, to a camper when my oh. mom was young um, and it was painted red. Um, <laughs> so at first, my mom and her sisters were, you know, aghast at the idea of this big red bus. That <laughs> everybody could see them. But then when they started talking to boys as they were teenagers, they were like, oh, that's easy for people to find us in the campground. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: we're at the red, red bus. <laughs> <laughs> So um anyway my grandmother uh loved to do new things, loved trying things out. She was um definitely a camper. She died in a car accident when I was 1 year old. Oh, sorry. Um yeah, so I've never actually known her, but apparently I'm a lot like her. Um my mother was not a big camper so we did not camp when I was young except that she was our girl scout leader. And we did try camping as Girl Scouts, um, but we tried Primitive one time and it rained and it was miserable and then we did lodges <laughs> after that. So my mother's kind of a camper, but uh, not, not as much as I am. Um, and she loves going with me um, as an adult, but uh, I didn't really learn a lot of camping skills until I was a young adult and I was trying to take my kids camping. So there's my, my camping story, kind of a skip the generation, but thank you to my mother for being our Girl Scout leader. She was awesome.
1: <laughs> that, that that makes up for it. Right. That's a, uh, that's interesting though, that you, you know, in that case, it kind of skipped a, a generation or, or whatnot. And then obviously, you know, you were able to carry that on with, with your kids and, mm-hmm. and what, whatnot. So right. um And so I'm guessing with that, you know, to me, I, so I have a a a three-year-old or two-year-old and a a little over a month-year-old at this point. Mm -hmm. So we're not quite to the point where we can, um, you know, do things like that yet. Obviously they're a little, little too young for that, but I am really looking forward to it. So I I guess to that point, like what were, what were some of those kind of experiences and and like bonding moments, I guess that, that, you know, you were able to have um, with them when, when doing that? I guess that that made it so important more than just getting outside, but I always feel like there's that part of it as well, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, being outside is great. Um, I think the biggest thing for for us is that, you know, just going on family vacations and family trips gives you time and space to be with your kids where you're not rushed and you're not, um, you know, trying to get to the next place which of course you can do in any kind of camping experience or vacation experience. Um, but that was the the choice we had. Um, being outside, of course, is great. I've, um, I have two sisters also. So our camping was usually the whole family, like 20 of us with <laughs> me and my kids and all of their kids. And so cousins. So one of the things that's been great is that our kids have grown up together and they've had a lot of adventures together. And so they're pretty uh, close now. Um, And they're pretty, and I think one of the things that benefited them is that they're pretty aware that there's, that they can do anything, Um, that there's no limitations, even if they don't choose to do those things anymore, they know they can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Kind of the the learning experiences as well. You know, I'm sure there's, mm-hmm. there's some, probably some, uh, some interesting and funny stories that you all might've had along the way there. So, um, but to be well, able At to...
0: this point, at this point in my life, my, our, my kids are all grown. And one of the things we talk about was that I yelled a lot uh, <laughs> because they always had an open can of soda. <laughs> <laughs> so, See,
1: the things that, that stick with you, right? Right.
0: They're <laughs> like, you should have just not bought the cans of soda <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that, that, that's funny yeah it, it's funny as as uh, as kids and you look back at like the the things that stick back um right. you know, from experiences from your parents when you're younger and whatnot right um So, so obviously that was kind of a big part of, of your life kind of growing up, as you mentioned, obviously give some, some uh, quality family time with, you know, I can't even imagine having the whole family there So you said like 20 or so people. Um, That was probably a a really, really fun time. Um, Yeah,
0: we had a lot of adventures. We went out, we did that a lot.
1: And was it, was it uh, mainly just kind of local places or did you ever kind of venture out to, you know, outside of Missouri? and? Yeah, and so
0: mostly we did uh, Missouri camping. Um, one of our favorite places to go was Johnson shut-ins. We did that trip every year for a long time. I took my son uh, camping for his birthday every year with all, with a few of his friends. And so those were some great adventures. Uh, we did do a big family trip once to Nebraska to visit, um, some relatives. And that was probably the best vacation we've ever had. We, we camped on their property. Um, my uncle there was pretty impressed with our organization for meals. Uh, we were there for a week and, uh, we ate really good and nobody, and nobody had to cook more than two meals in a week. So, um, we're pretty good at this, at this point uh, (laughs) being organized. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of great memories um, with our, with our kids. Uh, I took, as I said, my son uh, and his friends camping every year for his birthday. There was one time that uh, we lost all of the kids. They were riding their bikes on the on a trail, and I forget what campground it was, but they were supposed to go around the circle of the trail and meet us for lunch, and they turned off the, the circle. So we, spent the, <laughs> <laughs> we spent the day looking for this group of boys on their bikes, and they finally showed up later. They had ended up in Farmington uh, and got a ride back from, from <laughs> some farmer. <laughs> and uh they were fine hungry uh but yeah it was a that was a crazy day yeah i'm
1: sure that was a little scary at at first you know Uh, it was
0: definitely scary but they survived yeah
1: taking the wrong the wrong turn there and you know going a little bit farther than they should have. but hey they obviously had the the instincts enough to get back so
0: right yeah all day (laughs) i'm like i've lost everybody's kids oh my god
1: we're not going to speak about this if they come back. So, (laughs) but so, so obviously, you know, there, there's kind of that background of it. And, and you mentioned, you know, one thing that you've also kind of always been passionate, passionate about is um, kind of advocating to get more women outdoors and that kind of stuff, or, or just in general, it seems like as well. Um, you know, I, I I can do what you can do type, type of deal, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of cool seeing that, that shift over the last couple of years, especially for that. But I guess when, when did kind of your, or, or I guess where, when did you kind of merge those two, uh, passions, Mm -hmm. I guess, if you will, together and like what, you know, how did that part of it start?
0: Yep. I got you. Um, so yeah, so feminism has been a huge part of my life. Uh, in fourth grade, I was already, Uh, a feminist in a shop class the teacher uh, told us to get sandpaper from our dads for some project we were doing it and I raised my hand and was like well is that all right if I get that from my mom (laughs) um so that's been so as soon as I could talk I've been a feminist um I worked in a shelter for bad women in early in my career I started an organization called Missouri Women in Trades that supports women in non-traditional employment. And then uh, after that, I've been a truck driver and uh, I love uh, non-traditional roles for women. So I've always been like, yes, we can do it. Um, And so of course when, um, so I lost my job a couple of years ago and I was getting getting close to 50 and I was thinking about what do I wanna be doing for the rest of my life? What kind of retirement goals am I looking at? And uh, one of my goals is to have a campground at some point. So, how do I get there? So, I started thinking about um, a business and travel, outdoor travel. And that led me to, um, and also at that point in my life, I was starting to think about how can I make friends that uh, fit into my uh, adult life, empty nester life. Um, my whole life has been revolving around my family and my kids. And so now I, now I need, uh, friends. So, uh, I started looking for groups of people that, you know, that like to do the same things I like to do. And I discovered Girl Camper. Uh, and that really just fit you know, I'm, I'm trying to start a travel outdoor travel planning company and I love camping and I love women. And so, yes, I want to be part of that. So I signed (laughs) up to be, uh, the girl camper guide for Missouri.
1: That's awesome. So, so to that, this seems like a good, um, good time to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what exactly, um, girl camper is obviously it's bringing Mm -hmm. kind of those two, those two passions together, but Mm -hmm. you know, what does it, what does it mean for, you know, kind of your role there. And then also, you Mm -hmm. know, the, the bigger, the bigger picture of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, girl camper was started by, uh, Janine Pettit. Uh, we call her the camper in chief. (laughs) Um, (laughs) she really, she started out as a podcast. So, um, same thing you're doing. Um, she was. She did podcasts to talk about uh, educational things for women that are trying to get out there and camp, helping them get out there, you know, talking about gear, talking about RVs, talking about, uh, you know, what to expect if you're out camping, and uh, grew in popularity. Then she started a, a Girl Camper magazine, and I don't know all of the details of the history and the timeline of Girl Camper. Um, but at some point, uh, she decided that having events and having, uh, guides throughout the country would help to bring that community together, uh, a little bit more. And so, um, that's where we came in. So a few years ago, she started, she hired, hired her for, uh, engaged her first, uh, girl camper guide, um, and then started adding others. Uh, I joined in um, February 2020, and so the role of the guide, the state guide, is to um, support the the state community of girl campers, uh, providing you know educational resources. So we write a blog and talk about local local places in Missouri, gear that we like, um, just helping helping women to. Be brave enough to get out there and go camping if that's what they want to do. We plan events so that if you're um, a little nervous about going by yourself, you've got a group of, of women that you can uh, join with. Um. Yeah, that's, we build the community here.
1: That's awesome. You build it. They'll come, right? Yep. So, I so, did. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, we just had a camping 101 event a couple of week, weeks ago at Merrimack State Park was our first event for 2022. And that was uh, I did that event so that uh, if there are women who are new to camping, you know they can have a place to start and see what see what kind of gear everybody has learn a little bit. Um, We had a few seasoned campers there that were sharing camping skills. And of course, even, even people new to camping had something to share with, with uh, other people. So yeah, that was, that was a great event.
1: That's awesome. And and that's what I was going to ask actually was, was kind of what, what those events kind of look like, you know, are they, Mm -hmm. are they kind of more focused, you know, like you said, kind of, Hey, here, here's the type of gear that you can use. Here's some tips and kind of more of a, um, conference doesn't seem like the right word but that's the right. only word that's coming to my mind right there and then are there also like you know actual like camping trips and stuff that kind of go along with that too where you know a group of you know however many uh, girls or whatever you know decide to to go off or, or yeah what do those look like
0: yeah so the, and the events can be anything um they don't have to be just a learning experience I did want to start the year off off with a camping 101 to invite anybody that's interested in camping um, to to get some experience, but they could, they can just be fun events for women to get together. We have our next event, a couple events are completely different events. Uh, March, or I'm sorry, May 21st and 22nd, we're having a uh, float the big money event that we're using big muddy adventures as the outfitter so we don't have to do anything we just have to show up nice. and big muddy will take us uh, on a float of the missouri and Miss- mississippi rivers so it could be an event like that or memorial day weekend we have a camping event in actually in illinois um where it's just a fun family camping weekend and anybody can come where there's lots of activities at the campground the only thing we're really providing is uh, coffee in the morning and a hot barbecue grill for cooking uh meals saturday friday and saturday night
1: that's awesome I mean, you yeah, know that's that's all you need right
0: <laughs> right and lots of friends to make memories
1: <laughs> exactly is so so with that you know Is it usually a pretty large group that, that shows up to those types of things? And like, I'm assuming, you know, obviously Missouri is a big enough state, but I'm I'm assuming that, that people come from kind, kind of all corners, I'll say, um, the, the corners that we do have here, uh, you know, to, to these different events.
0: Uh, well, I think the number of people that at an event just depends on, uh, the event, Also, Girl Camper Missouri is still fairly new. So so our events are maybe a little smaller than some other states that have built up a a community. Uh, We also have some national Girl Camper events where we can get 50 to 60 people, 60 women at an event. So we have some pretty large events all the way down to some small events. My uh, Camping 101 was about 10 women. That's awesome. Though. And, they, and they actually came from uh, Chicago oh, and Oklahoma.
1: That's interesting. And Missouri.
0: So <laughs> I know that's a long drive. For... <laughs> um, but it is a national group. So women are welcome to go to any events all over the country, wherever they want to go. Uh, and of course, you know, our focus is on Missouri. But yeah, we're we you know, women from anywhere can come to our events.
1: That's awesome. And, yeah. and especially like you said, you know, traveling from, from all over for that one, that's a, that's a, it's not a bad way to start, start off the year. So
0: no, no, I was surprised. I was surprised by how far people came for that.
1: <laughs> you're I'm doing quite something glad too. I was as to say, you're doing something right. If that's the case. So mm-hmm. So, as far as so, you know, a lot of this stuff, obviously you have the events in person and that kind of stuff, but a lot of um, it looks like a lot of resources online, like you said, kind of where to go, what to use, those kind of things. So, when you're, I guess, like when you're, when you're looking for a spot to share or gear or stuff like that, I guess, how are you, like, what are you looking for specifically, I guess, to share? And then how are you sharing it to where it helps kind of attract, um, you know, the, the women that might have that interest, but for whatever reason, you know, they haven't done it, you know, but obviously the, the whole idea of, of what you're doing is to get more, more out there. Mm-hmm. So kind of what is, what is that approach from kind of like the online resource side of things? Uh,
0: well, we have a website, so that's uh girlcamper.com. Each chapter has a page on the website. So there's, articles and information on the main site, including uh, Janine's podcasts. All of those recordings are still there. The magazine, so uh, lots of information on the blog, but also we have a national Facebook group, and then each state has a Facebook group, so there's a lot of sharing of information there. So if a woman is thinking about camping, she can get in the Facebook group and ask questions and uh, there's lots of people to answer all of those questions. And then I, I I'll go back to, again, Camping 101 was an event that I did. And that's part of the reason that I did it was, hey, I have all of this gear. I've been doing this for 30 years. So you can show up with your tent and sleeping bag and, I, and you can see what all I have and what kinds of things I use for camping and decide which ones work for you and which ones you think you might want.
1: Yeah. that's awesome. Kind of take down the, the barrier that way. Mm-hmm. It, and, and t- two barriers. I mean, do you, do you think it's like, I guess from your experience and stuff, do you think that's like one of the biggest, um, uh, I guess, hindrance, I guess, of, of getting, you know, more people out there is, it, do you think it is maybe the intimidation of, Hey, I don't know what gear to get or what I need for this or like, you know, whatever that may be. Do you think it's kind of that initial step is kind of the, you know, the hardest, thing to get over as far as to get more
0: out there? I think so. I mean, I think, um, you know, when we're, when we haven't done something before, it's like scary, like, oh my gosh, am I going to go there and I'm going to be miserable because I don't have the right stuff. Um, So yeah, I think just knowing what you need is really important. I have a girlfriend who I've known for 30 years uh, who has done camping in her life, but it's been a long time. And uh, when she did it, she was with a partner and she was just nervous about what gear do I need? And we went camping for the first time together. So she could just be like, okay, I know you'll have stuff and then I'll make my list. And she's been camping ever since. So I think that is a big, a big, um, obstacle for people.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of you know making uh, making things a lot more, I guess, comfortable and approachable in that way. Like you said, even yeah. if they ha- used to do it a lot, and then you know took took whatever time off. Um, yeah, and
0: you don't want to be freezing. Like we don't want to be freezing. <laughs> and we, you know, and we don't want to be hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you, you know, you want to have a, a good experience. You don't want to go uh, completely primitive in that in that stand, uh, right. stance. Right. So. <laughs>
0: Like, well, and even going completely primitive, you can still eat and you can still be warm. you know, you just got to know how to do it.
1: (laughs) That's true. That, that, that is a good point too. Uh, Actually to that. So do do you guys do, or have any plans, I guess, to kind of teach, like you said too, you know, if you actually don't have anything and that's the plan, not to have everything, um, you know, how to stay warm, how, you know, what food or plants or whatever to eat or, or whatnot. Um, or, or, or if you don't have anything like that plan, what are there any, any tips actually, uh, for the (laughs) listeners as well?
0: Uh, you mean like for survival camping? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have any tips for that. Um, I am, you know, and that was one of of the things I was thinking about when I was thinking about your questions, I am not a backpacker or a backcountry camper, I am a mom on a budget, take your family camping. So I'm usually at state parks. And, uh, you know, I have done primitive camping, because I like the tent spots. And like, I've gone to Tom Sock where there was a, an outhouse, but I am typically places where if I'm out of something, I can get to a Walmart, um, so, if you're looking for that kind of thing, I'm not necessarily your girl, but there's a lot of people out there who who, do, who love that stuff too. Um, and but even, even with back, you know, even with with people backpacking these days, there, there typically is a lot of resources out there. So, if you're interested in that, there's lots. Of, you know, there's always a way to find find the answer and uh, get what you need
1: yeah and i and if we're being honest, I'm more on uh on your side of the camp as far as that goes yeah. as well I'd rather you know have everything not close to me, but you know if anything right. um you know I, I don't know how well I would do
0: <laughs> right 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 well, and you know any but even like even with backpacking, there's so many places these days where you can go backpacking that are on trails where it's not very far to the next uh stop where you can re uh resupply you know those sorts of things so even if you're thinking about that I still don't think you're you know we're not talking about uh, you know the those long trails where you're gone for five months at the, you know <laughs> you can try it out for one night you you won't die
1: <laughs> you know you don't have to do a 2,000 uh mile <laughs> long through hike or anything like that to get your right, feet wet right, right. right?
0: yeah Yeah, so you maybe you should try a couple nights first
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a a good idea that's that's fair that's fair
0: Uh. I have met a woman though we invited a woman to our camping 101 Uh, Emily and I can't I'm not going to say her last name because I will mess it up but uh, she was uh, a taught us about foraging so there definitely are people that can teach you about that if you're interested in surviving out there
1: yeah I, I once again I would pick the wrong berry. so um
0: <laughs> I know I watched that movie uh about the boy in Alaska that died because so he ate the wrong thing oh yeah uh, I don't remember the name of the movie but I remember he was like the same age as uh as what I still think my son is even though he's 30 um and I was I was so sad about that movie. I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> this poor boy died by himself because he ate the wrong berry.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of <laughs> terrifying in in a sense, you know. But you also can't let that hold you back at the same time. So right,
0: right, yeah. And also, don't go to Alaska and in the spring and then or in the winter and then think you're going to come back in the spring.
1: <laughs> that's, that's also some good, solid advice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Right>.
1: <laughs> that's, that's great. So, so I, um, so one question, as far as like, you know, obviously these different events and, you know, like you said, you're, you're helping kind of build this community online in person, kind of all these different avenues and stuff. Um, and you know, obviously I know this is sort of a new new chapter but as far as like are there any kind of interesting stories that have come from I guess that community building like you know two people that are best friends that always meet up all the time now or whatever you know twice a year because they, they don't live close or, or any kind of I guess in, inspiring stories in that sense that mm-hmm. you know kind of exemplifies you know everything you know that, that you're trying to do
0: yeah I think the Best story I have right now comes from my Camping 101 event uh, a couple weeks ago. There were women from Chicago, Oklahoma, uh, like the Kansas area, and uh, everybody made friends really quickly over the weekend. There were four women who decided on Saturday of our weekend to go on a nine-mile hike. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, they, uh, I think they became pretty close friends after that. And by the end, they were all, uh, we have a private Facebook group just for the event. And they were all like, so is that our group forever and ever and ever where we can talk to each other and be friends uh, just by ourselves there? Um, I think, and uh, I've noticed that a few of them are posting about, hey, I'm going here. Does, do any of you want to go with me? um, to different events. So, yeah, I think it, it truly is a way to make lifelong friends and to have travel friends for sure. Um, sorry, I was thinking about something else and it went away. Just one of the problems of being 50.
1: No no worries. I, I have the, the same problem. So, um, no, no, I think that those are great kind of, you know, those bonds and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, and th- so this is, you know, I'm sure this, this next question could kind of go a lot of different ways. So we'll, you know, we'll keep it, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But anyways, it, you know, obviously, there's, you know, you all and there's other organizations and stuff. Um, like, for example, a couple episodes ago, um, I had someone from Women in Action Sports Network, and they're, they're kind of all about Um, getting more women and girls involved in, in action sports, whether that's being Mm -hmm. an athlete or, you Mm -hmm. know, working in, in, in the industry, there you Mm -hmm. go. If I can say it right. Um, I love it. But kind of from, from your perspective, you know, obviously whoever that individual is wants to or has to want to do that, but as far as like creating a more uh, I guess, maybe welcoming, I guess, atmosphere for everybody, you know, whether it's, whether it's me, whether it's a business, whether it's, you know, whoever that is, I mean, is there anything that you've noticed is like, why are, why are we still doing it this way or treating that it this way? Like, is there, is there like, a? I don't know, I'm kind of rambling at this point, but I think you right. sort of understand <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying or asking, right. You know, like well, what, I think... what is as, as a whole, can we do to kind of make that, you know, situation kind of better and, and more welcoming mm-hmm. in that sense?
0: Definitely. Um, I think a big part of those things, and it was definitely one of the things that we talked a lot about when I was with Missouri Women in Trades, is that if we don't see women doing these things as young kids, if we're told over and over that those aren't things we should do, you know, here's girl things and here's boy things, uh, we believe it. Yeah. And so the the first thing to do is to make sure that girls are seeing women doing these things and also to make sure that girls know that these are things they can do. These are girl toys just as much as boy toys. Um, And I think the other thing, one of the other things that I've heard a lot, especially with camping um, and traveling is that women are still afraid to go by themselves for their safety. Uh, which I think is something we've conditioned women to think we are like, you know, you are not safe out there without a man. Um, and so we should, uh, you know, seeing other women doing this definitely inspires people and helps them to see, Oh yeah, I can do it. And it's really okay.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And to that point, I don't know, you know, I'm sure there have, obviously there's unfortunate instances with. Probably both genders out on the trail, but kind of like you said, it's kind of uh, it, there's an overemphasis sometimes, you yeah. know, for for that you know geared towards women or whatnot, which like you said, kind of creates that. Yeah, that it fear, definitely does. You know? Well,
0: and, and one of the things that I think is really interesting, um, as I mentioned earlier, is that I worked at a shelter for bared women for uh, twelve years, is that women are more in danger at home than they are outside.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if you're worried about your safety, go camping. That's the safest place for you to be.
1: Yeah. That's, that's definitely a, a interesting, um, <laughs> common in perspective. And obviously from mm-hmm. your firsthand experience with, with working within the, the shelter and that mm-hmm. stuff, I mean, that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, that makes total sense. Um, yeah,
0: if you think about any story that you've ever heard about a woman being hurt, who was the perpetrator?
1: and where was it at usually right? right. um so no that's a, yeah, but that's even
0: fine. even the one where the woman was hurt outdoors, the most recent one with the gabby uh and that was her boyfriend
1: oh yeah, yeah, I mean that's a that's a good point that um yeah no that that makes sense so so kind of to that point you know if if they're you know I always like to ask our guests you know one kind of a piece of advice for our listeners, obviously mm-hmm. um this has all been about, you know, getting, getting more women outdoors. So I guess, what would your piece of advice be for someone that, um, you know, I guess going off what we just talk, spoke about, you know, maybe has this different fear, you know, whether it's, uh, mm-hmm. some, some crazy circumstances like that or an animal or whatever that might be, you know, <laughs> right? I, I yeah. guess what, well, what I think.
0: I think the first piece of advice is the scariest thing you probably have to deal with when you're camping is raccoons stealing your trail mix. Um, yeah,
1: that's not fun for anybody though, so. No, um, <laughs>
0: but it's not the end of the world. Walmart is probably down the street. Um, and uh, also they're kind of cute. Uh, but when I was thinking about this, uh, my biggest piece of advice, and I, I say this a lot to people, is none of us were born knowing how to walk. Uh, We all had to learn how to do that. And it takes a lot of practice. Um, Nothing in your life that you are doing now, did you know how to do when you were born? And nothing that you know how to do now, did you not have to learn or practice in some way how to do it? Uh, So just because you haven't done it, or that you don't know how to do it right now doesn't mean you can't do it. Um, you can do anything. And one of the things um, that I have learned and throughout my life is that the more you practice trying new things, the better, the more comfortable you get with being scared of trying new things. So uh, my uh, biggest piece of advice is be brave enough to suck at something new.
1: I love that. No, that that makes total sense. And, you know, and, and when you're doing that, you know, you don't have to think of it as a as a complete big picture, more or less, you know, baby steps to kind of get on that, like your walking analogy, yeah. obviously. So,
0: yeah, I'm practicing. I'm always practicing.
1: <laughs> that's no, that's, that's no, that's great. I, I love that analogy. So, so for any, um, anybody that's either, you know, obviously in, in Missouri or obviously there's chapters, you know, across the states and that kind of stuff, as you mentioned, national cha- chapters, um, if, if they want to get involved, um, or see see where your next event is, or get some resources, or whatnot. Where where can everybody find you online um, to kind of check that out and and see see what you all are up to?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, uh, Facebook is probably the best place. We have a national Facebook group, um, and then uh, each state has their own Facebook group. Mine is Girl uh, Girl Camper Eastern Missouri. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, obviously, um, and then. Uh, our website is um, has lots of information so that's girlcamper.com and then if you go to girlcamper.com if you go to the chapters tab you can find different chapters throughout the country again mine is eastern Missouri although we don't have a western Missouri so really it's uh, I cover all of Missouri at this point Um, so that's where you can find us on the web page and yeah that's that's who we are. That's where we are. Awesome. Come find us. We'd love to have you.
1: Well, definitely uh, check them out. It seems you know. I, uh, speaking, you know, with you, it sounds like there's some awesome things that you're doing. Like you said, kind of number one, building that community and and offering these resources to kind of make it. Mm-hmm. A more comfortable experience for everyone. So definitely um, check them out online uh, as as she just mentioned and you know see where the next event is or you know who knows you might make, meet your new best friend uh, at one of those events as well for, from what it sounds like. So
0: right, that's definitely a, a good uh, possibility. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I appreciate you, you uh, taking your time to kind of share your story. Um, say you know what Girl camper is all about um, and I hope your uh, next camping adventure is awesome.
0: Thank you so much. I hope you have a a great summer and lots of adventures as well.
1: Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.